Welcome to Is It My Time? This is for the person asking, is it too late to make a difference? Too late to make a change? Up to this point, a major part of your identity has been as John's wife, or Sarah's mom, or even that go-to person at work, the one you can get a job or a task to and they'll get it done, in the job description or not. But something's happened and there is now some time or space in your daily life. Time that allows you to hear that voice you've kept quiet, staying busy with everyone and everything else. The voice is asking, is this all there is? Is it too late to do something else? Be something else? Is there more to me or this life? We will answer those questions and more, but first we have to build a firm foundation. That is necessary to support anything you wish to build or establish. The most solid foundation out there is one built on truth, God's truth. He created you, He gifted you, and He has plans for you. Absorbing God's word and love for you will help establish that solid foundation. Grounding yourself in your identity in Christ will make you formidable and capable of achieving anything. Happy Monday, my friends, and welcome to a new week. Today, we're going to talk about singing the shoulda, coulda, wouldas and the three steps to change that tune. The first part that we want to discuss is recognizing. And what I mean about that is you're going to have to be intentional about listening to yourself and hearing your own thoughts, hearing how you are speaking to yourself. I refer to Proverbs chapter 4 verses 23 through 25. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. That's cautioning you to be careful. Careful about what you say, not just to others, but to yourself. In episode eight, we discussed perfectionism and perfectionistic thinking, like all or nothing. If I can't do it all, as I believe society or some other rule maker is telling me how it should be done, then I'm not going to do it at all. Or I'm not going to do it until I can do it perfectly. There's no point in doing it at all. You may say to yourself, I'm not a perfectionist. I don't set impossible standards for myself. Have you ever told yourself it's not good enough? Whatever you did, be it exercise, study, a partial declutter, did you ever say, I should have done more? could have done more. If I were like Sally, I would have done more. That's a form of perfectionist thinking. You've picked a standard you found somewhere in reading, a workshop, a place of employment, and you have reworked it into a measurement for your whole life, something for which it was never designed. You're also comparing yourself to someone else based on what you see, the outward reflection, and not what you know, the circumstances from whence they come or have overcome. And that is something more than likely you aren't privy to. Bottom line, you're comparing yourself to their highlight reel and not their reality. If you'll just pause a second and look at Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 through 30, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God knew, Jesus knew, the difficulties we set up for ourselves trying to follow perceived standards of the world or those we set for ourselves. The plan for us is much simpler. Not always easy, just simpler and less exhausting. So now you're listening to yourself and you're hearing those things that you say to yourself, cruel or not. And we want to know, what's the next step? 
The next step is you capture those thoughts. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. In episode 5, we talked about the infinite 1%, small, doable changes or habits you would begin making to get into study and into the Word of God. One example was 30 minutes of study, first thing in the morning. This was a doable goal for someone that could get up 30 minutes earlier than the rest of her house and a healthy habit to establish. But here comes that part of you that says, that's not good enough. I should want to do more. I could do an hour. If I were like Sally, I'd be doing an hour of Bible study before working out and then starting my day. Stop that thought. Capture it. Is there anywhere in your studies so far that prescribes a certain amount of study time? A scripture that tells you the hour is acceptable and 30 minutes is not? No, that's your negative self-talk or even Satan trying to make you believe it's not good enough. You aren't good enough, so why try? Is that what God tells you? No. In Psalm 145 verse 18, the Lord is near to all who call on him to all who call on him in truth. And in 1 Chronicles 16 verse 11, look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Hebrews 10, 24, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. And finally, Psalm 62 verse eight, trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him for God is our refuge. All these scriptures are telling you to get out of your head, to get out of what you think society is telling you or some other rule maker or standard maker is holding you up to. Go to God's word to find your truth, to find the standard to which you need to measure. You're gonna find his truth is much simpler and easier to abide by. So now we've done our first step of recognizing the thoughts or the things that we're saying to ourselves. We've done step two and captured those very thoughts. Now what? Step three is now what? It's rewrite. We're gonna rewrite those very thoughts that are trying to hold us back. In Proverbs chapter three, verse three, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And in Proverbs chapter 7, verse 3, bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. Both of those scriptures are telling you to replace the destructive thoughts you've been telling yourself with God's word and God's truth about those very same matters. When preparing to rewrite those thoughts in your mind, I want you to be aware of two things. First, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, there is an appointed time for everything and there is a time for every event under heaven. And in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. The rewriting or revision of these destructive thoughts that have been hampering you could be done after saying a quick prayer to God. It could also be just a simple rewrite in your head of the moment of the thought that's stopping you from doing what it was you were doing in the first place. Remember, we already demonstrated to you with that infinite 1% and the progress line, 
how you never ended where you began as long as you continued on with that same positive habit. You always ended up in a place for the better at a higher positive plane than where you began. So when you're sitting there telling yourself, I don't think this 30 minutes is good enough, I want you to instead say, God, I'm anxious, I'm worried, I'm beginning to think this 30 minutes with you is not doing any good. It's not worth the effort that I'm making, and I'm fearful. And now that you voice that concern, you sit there and say, but I know that's my self-doubt talking. I know that's the enemy talking. I know that's not you, God. You tell me to seek you with all my heart. You don't put a time constraint on that. I am going to be grateful and thankful that I can come to you with this 30 minutes that I've set aside each and every day with prayer, with study, and I'm going to be thankful that when I present these requests to you, God, you hear them no matter how quickly they're said, no matter how unfinished or rough I think the request is I'm making. I am going to stop judging the words with which I speak to you and just speak to you from the heart. You have told me to trust in you at all times, to pour out my heart to you, for you are my refuge. Folks, God is happy anytime we're talking to him. As far as gratitude, that comes from our side. We need to be grateful for the time that we spend with him and the time that he dedicates to listening to our thoughts and requests. He's our father. He loves us and he wants the best for us. And spending time with him in his word is the way to strengthen our faith and ground our identity in him. So to review, if you're busy singing the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, we want you to recognize, capture, and rewrite those thoughts that are hampering you and keeping you from becoming the person that you wish to be. As always, I hope you found value in today's discussion. If so, I would love to hear so in the comments or reviews of this podcast. Join us in our podcast community or sign up on our email list. Uh, The podcast community link and the email list can be found in the show notes for this episode. Until next time, have a blessed and wonderful week. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next time, we'll check in and see what progress we've made. I'll share a few of my favorite scriptures, and I'd love to share any you found helpful. You can share those in a review of this podcast or over in my podcast community on Facebook. I'll drop a link in the show notes. I'll read some of those reviews or posts and share about the scriptures you've written about. Until next time, happy reading.